Drink it in now. Deep left side carry on. Picks on the block. At the five. At the two. At the one to the end zone. Touchdown Detroit Lions. Drink it in now. Get up Stafford throws. It is end zone. Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, the Detroit Kool-Aid, as Grifka often says on his solo shows. What's going on, everybody? It's Friday. This is your host, Derek Oakry, right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast coming at you. And, uh, man, there's a lot going on with the Detroit Lions. We're recording a little bit early here this week, so um, we, we had the GM presser. We got the, the coach introduced. We're going to get into some different things here on a Friday, but appreciate everybody listening. If you didn't hear our show on Wednesday... Go back and listen to Logan Lamarandier from Sports Illustrated All Lions, bringing all types of knowledge. I tried to get him all riled up. He's unsure what to think about everything that's going on, but we're all hopeful. And it's Friday. It's it's Grifka's favorite day of the week. I mean, he, he's the star of the show. Just ask him, everybody, the one and only, at DKC on Twitter, Grifka, Waffle Maker. How are you, buddy? Oh, man, you know me. It's Friday. Like you said, it's my favorite day, so I'm doing good, doing good. <laughs> Especially going into this weekend, man. It's playoff weekend. It was the championship, you know, for each uh, each conference. So it's going to be a couple good football games. I mean, so once again, it's going to be chilly outside. That means, you know, get a lot of food, watch those games on Sunday. And uh, everybody, TGIF, thank God it's Friday. Unbelievable. Grifka, you hit all the marks. Now, the mark I don't want you to hit is here on a Friday to just, I don't know, you you know, you, you seem to have a couple decent questions to Logan on Wednesday, even though you kind of put me to sleep because it's just the same old basic stuff where I'm trying to ask the off-the-wall question with a little bit of gusto behind it. Don't pull one of those questions out of your bag here on a Friday that just, like, gets the show off to a bad start. You get me all riled up. I mean, I'm trying to just talk some football, be calm here on a Friday for the people. What do you got this week? Man, it's been such a long time since I've been able to get you riled up on a Friday with my question. You know, that's what the first thought, especially (laughs) since your boy came out with a statement saying how he couldn't even step foot in Allen Park. Which, so when I read that highlight, I'm like, what? Does that mean like security is like going to force him out? Or is he just like, he just so mad at the organization? Man, what'd you think when you read that? First of all, Grifka, I mean, who who's this my boy that you're referencing? I'm I'm confused with this question. Oh, it's Calvin. You know Calvin had to make a statement. It's been a while since we heard from him. It's been a good what three weeks since they put out a statement bashing the Lions. So it was time again. <laughs> is that is that Calvin? What's what's the last name? Is that Quitter? Is that the last name? Or uh, did he have a government? Could be, but I believe it's Johnson. Is what the back of the oh, jersey okay. said. AKA Dave Burkett's boy is who you're referencing. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. I, I've heard of this guy. He kind of like Barry used to, he comes out of his hovel, you know, a couple times a year. And like you said, unlike Barry, who then would come up through the ground, like the head, uh, what is it? The groundhog and then go away. Calvin seems to pop up, bash the lions. And then 
um, go away as well. So, I mean, you, you can't really get me too wrong. Everyone's heard my Calvin rants. You know, he had some interview a while back where it seemed like, I mean, I didn't listen to very much of it. I think it was the Glover Quinn show. And it was like, he seemed all right, you know. So I didn't even hear these comments, but like, what, what was the quote you gave me? Something about not being welcome in the building. Is that what you said? And he said that he uh, couldn't even step foot in into Allen Park. Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, <laughs> okay, now you maybe did get me riled up. First of all, <laughs> when the team pays you a hundred some million dollars, then you quit on them and walk away and then complain over a couple million bucks over and over and over again. What, why would you want to return, first and foremost? What, what are you going to come and, and pass out Christmas cards that say, oh, P.S. at the bottom, where's my $2 million? I mean, is that what you're going to do? Se- second of all, Rod Wood is just too clueless to some degree to go get this figured out with one of our best players. I feel like the fan base is kind of split. Some people just love him for the, the touchdowns and the things he did, and other people are like me. They just sort of say, yeah, for those first six years, he's a good football player. And then to just walk away based on finger, hand, you know, a couple leg injuries or whatever is just like, just seemed disrespectful to everybody else. So, I mean, first of all, why why would he want to come back except try to, you know, shake down the accounting guy to get his money back? I mean, I don't see him doing anything else out there other than talking about this money that he's owed, disregarding the hundred plus million dollars that he was given uh, for his, for his accolades on the football field. I mean, we gotta, we gotta continue to, to, to talk about the, the little bit that was asked to be paid back. Um, and I just, I, I'm at the point Grifka where just like, even if you paid the money back, you told Calvin it's water on the bridge. Let's be buddies. Let's handshake it out. What's he going to do for the team? <laughs> I mean, people keep saying like, he's going to come back and be some amazing, like, coach for the wide receivers and he's going to be a mentor do you see calvin doing that at all grifka before i continue my rant no of course you don't no, you don't even need to answer i, I don't see him at practice <laughs> no well, so you're going to pay him his money back you're going to make him all fuzzy and happy and then what's he going to do he's going to come back wear the alumni jersey go out in the middle of the ford field wave and then get the hell out of there right that's all he's going to do i mean what's he going to do a couple ford commercials wow congratulations just add him to that list the guys that are doing the ford bits like this is this has just got to stop. I mean, and it, and to me, it doesn't stop with everybody make it right anymore. It just stops with, all right, Calvin, we're keeping your money and just go away. <laughs> like, don't talk about us anymore. We don't need you at the family functions. It just doesn't matter because he isn't going to impact the bottom line that much. Even if you pay him back, he's not going to be this glowing ambassador. He's just going to be a player that'll put in the minimum of what he's supposed to do. You know, maybe not bash the team every time Dave Burkett talks to him every 365, and that'll be it. So the Lions don't need the money, neither does Calvin Johnson, but if you give him the money and you you, you give him a good bro hug, you're not going to get much out of it. It's just going to be, finally we're done with this, but you'll be giving in. So I'm almost with the Lions, just... Just keep the money, keep your stance that, hey, if you quit on our team and you walk away with with money that was not earned or or not accumulated, then we're going to keep that. If you outperform your your contracts year after year, if you're a staple for the organization, if you play your heart out and you leave everything on the football field, we'll be glad to not only pay you every cent, but we'll bring you back. You know, and pay you handsomely to do so as they've done for, for others in the organization. And we will love to have you part of the family. So 
that's my that's my hot take. That's my half rant, Griff, because I'm tired of just bashing this guy, but I'm tired of him bashing our organization, our team. I mean, why does he even want back in Allen Park? I don't understand. Like I said, other than to to check the accounting department to see if his his, his old check uh, came back, he, he didn't get it in the mail yet or something. Other than that, it's just not going to do much for the team. I wish this would go away. It continues to not go away. But hey, like I say, look look at the track record. What have the Lions said bad about Calvin Johnson? Nothing. They just continue to. Um, you know, praise him and say they, you know, he's a great player and this and the other, and he continues to just beat up the team, bring up the same topic, you know, make it an issue, and they just continue to take the high road on it. So, you know, there it is. I, I, I'll i just leave it there. People can decide for themselves. If you love Calvin Johnson, congratulations. Like, he was a great player at times during his career, one of the best for a, for a four- or five-year stint. And then he was a beat-up, overpaid wide receiver towards the end as well. And people still loved him, and he still was one of the better players on the Detroit Lions. But, like I say, he quit on the team. He walked away, and the Lions did what they wanted to do at that time. And both parties are kind of standing, standing pat. So that's where I'm at, is I'm going to stand pat on my stance. that I feel like I just don't feel like he loved football, didn't love the team. I love the team. I love this uh organization and I'm always going to kind of stand with the organization and not worry about a couple million when you weren't the, you weren't the punter or the gunner on the punt team, Calvin, you didn't get paid 2 million your whole career. And then they took one from you. You made hundreds of millions of dollars on and off the field. And they took a couple away, you know, boo hoo type of thing. So there it is. Grifka, you got, you got me stirred up. You got a half Oakry rant. The people are probably uh, either laughing, rolling their eyes or yelling at their, you know, phone because they're just, uh, you know, fired up at me, but it's all good. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, I have to, one thing I will have to admit is I have to agree with you, Derek, on what the lines have done, have taken the high road. It kind of puts them in a no win situation. I mean, people are going to be like, well, give him his money. You know, he did so much for the team. Just why do you got to do that? But for, like you said, for as much as Calvin Johnson has been, you know, just, putting his digs in on the Detroit Lions. If they were to fight back and, you know, come back and say something, that would look even worse than just kind of at least, you know, continue to say, hey, he's a great player. We wish to have him around, come back. So they're at least doing that right. So I will agree with you on that. I, I do like what they're doing with that. So Yeah, we'll, we'll see if it ever gets resolved. If it doesn't, it's not been a huge issue for anybody other than number 81 the past five, six years, in my opinion. I don't see fans clamoring. I don't see me and you bringing it up except for when you try to rile me up or when he talks about it every, you know, two to three years, two to three times a year, it feels like now. It, it's increasing. At first it was once every blue moon. Now it's every time we look up. Yeah. Um. Next question for you. I mean, uh, maybe go a little deeper on this for you. I, I know, I mean, you, as, you know, as we proclaim, you know, you're the GM of the show. You like doing, you know, the draft is coming up through that and you like to build your teams through the draft, but there are a number of good, you know, potential free agents out there, you know, before, you know, people, you know, was it the, you know, franchise tag them or something like that. So any of the potential free agents out there, I mean, I, I saw you did a tweet of possible Baltimore Ravens that you'd like to see on the team. Um, any other players out there, you know, besides Ravens, like what Ngakwe was on there, Matt Judon was on there. Um, anybody else you, you'd like to maybe see the Lions make a play for, even with their limited salary cap? 
Grifka, it's a great question. It's one of my favorite questions you've ever asked me. We should have started the show with this rather than, you know, that rambling stuff I had to go off on for no reason. But Grifka, here's the thing. You, you're catching me a little bit unprepared here. I, I'm working the draft room. I got all my rankings up over the last week here at DTO Scouting. I would ask you how Lazy Boy Scouting is going, but I'm pretty sure I know. I am starting to work on free agents, so I worked a little bit backwards, but I, I got my free agent labels are going up. I'm trying to figure them out. But yeah, I put out a couple tweets because t- to me, there was a lot of great players on that, that Ravens list as well as, gosh, what a nice little piece like a, a Gus Edwards would be to this team. Kind of that mid-level guy that just needs more opportunity and seems to always produce when he's out there. You know, Judon, you know, has been a great ball player coming out of Grand Valley. Is you know, was a guy in that draft. Everybody was like, man, this Judon kid's going to be good. Sure enough, he's been a great player. Um, so, I mean, when you're talking about names, uh, you know, I do have a few here that I could give you. Just I targeted just a few guys that I wrote down a while back now, kind of just trying to get a feel for who would be out there and what. So there's been some talk on Twitter about Allen Robinson maybe being that big receiver. He's got some... Detroit, Michigan ties, maybe coming back and being that Kenny replacement if you wanted to pay him a decent chunk of money at receiver, depending on what else they do. Um, you know, I doubt this guy's getting out of Pittsburgh, but Bud Dupree has become a really good rusher, and uh, that would be a nice outside backer rush player if they could lure him to a team like the Lions. Uh, Desmond King has always been one of my favorites. He started out as a safety. He's kind of like that slot corner now. He got traded from the Chargers to, gosh, I think he was with the Titans there towards the end of the year, really balling out, playing good. So I would love to see him in a Lions uniform. Let's see who else they got here. Um, you know, they kind of address their O line. So I put my emphasis on like receivers. I know Eric Schlitt from Lions Wires talked about uh, Reynolds, the kid out from the LA Rams, only 26 years old. He's never really made any money, never really had an opportunity out there. That might be somebody to look at again at wide receiver. Um, Dalvin Tomlinson, the big defensive tackle is going to be a free agent from the Giants. I mean, again, doubt some of these guys get away from their teams, but if they're going to be out there, you know, Ridgeway again, I think he's with the Steelers as well. Another nice defensive tackle that I liked in the draft. So, I mean, there's players out there. I'll have a better answer for you later. But I think that free agency to me is such a supplement of the draft. You know, it's it's like a way to to find those up and coming guys that, yeah, you'll pay them more, but you're not going to break the bank for them. And then once you sign them, hope that they just blossom into these studs. Whereas the draft is like where you, you pluck out a guy and yeah, maybe you have to have a year or so of patience, but that's where you're just picking guys that could be your cornerstone players. I'm not getting many cornerstone guys in free agency based on the dollars and cents, which we always talk about and break down on this show because it's so important. You know, some of those guys I mentioned are high ticket guys and other, other ones are, you got to have that keen eye and find the uh, guy that's coming up. And I know you said I'm the GM of the show. Griffka, don't try to pull the wool over anybody's eyes. Benny blades deemed me the, Deem me the GM of the show on BLEAV and Lions, the Believe in Lions podcast. You never gave me any credit on this show. All you wanted to do the first two years was fight me tooth and nail about every little thing about the draft. And I didn't know anything. And, you know, wh- what could I tell you? And now you're giving me credit because Benny knows what's up. Benny knows that, yeah, he's the player. He's the he's the hitter. He's the he's the enforcer of the group. But, yeah, I'm, I'm the guy putting together the squad. I'm trying to figure out all the how we're going to make this team work. And put the talent out there. So, I mean, I know you acknowledge it sort of now, but I mean, 
that's because you're you, Benny Blades is your boy, and now you're trying to give me a little backhanded credit. So I mean, I'll still take it. Don't get me wrong, I'll still take the credit because I mean, right is right, wrong is wrong. But I remember those shows a year and a half ago where you're just yelling at me here on the podcast. So there you go. Yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I guess my biggest thing is with free agency, I. I know it happens simply when there's coaching turnover and change. You tend to go to the well that you know with players you know. But uh, as long as we don't turn into, you know, the Detroit Saints or the Detroit Rams where we're picking up, you know, fourth string guys on the team because they know the system that you run and they never right. touch the field down there. But, you know, since they know your offensive scheme or defensive scheme, you know, they automatically have to become starters on your new team because you know them. So, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that doesn't happen here. If you are going to take players from your former, you know, teams that you were with, at least make them, you know, guys that are going to be, and you said cornerstones, at least, you know, impact players somewhat more so than somebody that's like, oh, they know what I run, so I trust this guy. Because we tend to see that happen a lot here in Detroit, and they tend to be uh, disappointments. So let's Just hope that a, doesn't go that way. This is a, a rarity on the show. I agree with you, and that's a great point because I was thinking about it the other day. If you think about it, since right when I became basically, let's let's ignore my first few years of Lions fandom, but since then we we were the the Tampa Bay Lions, and then we became like the New England Lions, and 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 we were also the San Francisco Forty Lions. You know, so it's like I'm I'm totally ready to just shed all that and just be a, a I want to be an exciting, bold, aggressive, fast, nasty, hardworking Detroit Lions football team based on homegrown talent, strike on a couple free agents, make a couple big time trades and start putting up these things Grifka called W's. <laughs> That's what I want. Like, I just want it to be our team, not some mold of what was good three years ago. Because if you notice, with the with the track record I just ran, we're always three to five years late. Tampa Bay was balling back when they won a Super Bowl. When we got all their people, horrible. 49ers, dynasty, the top organization in football. Until we got Moochie, and then there was nothing. Oh, man, the Patriots are just the greatest dynasty of all time. Until they came up to Detroit and they fell apart with this old scheme and big old slow linebackers that never worked. Like, we just got to, I agree with you, we have to get away from that. I don't want to see Saints and, and, and Rams everywhere. Now, if you go get a Rams player that's young, talented, and give them a good contract, I'm also not going to beat it up. But Grifka, I have a question for you. I know you like to hammer me here on a Friday show, you like stir me up, like do all this. Let me throw this at you. How about this for hold on, I actually I actually need some music for this. <laughs> Grifka <Ooh. laughs> I have a conspiracy theory for you with the Brad Holmes hire. Because he Ooh, wasn't uh... willing to commit to Matt Stafford, the LA Rams may need a quarterback. They seem ready at other positions. Could Brad Holmes work out a deal with his former team to trade Matt Stafford to the Rams and then hopefully move Jared Goff somewhere other than Detroit and and make that, that contract swap, turn over our whole organization because you know the Rams give away first-round picks like candy. We just say, give us a first and a third and maybe something else down the road. We'll give you Stafford and a couple other people that we don't want. We'll call it good. 
what do you think about this conspiracy theory, Griff? Could that Brad Holmes could be secretly sent by the Rams to send the Rams a much better quarterback, and thus so the Lions get boatloads of draft capital and salary cap room. Wow, man, that's just a, that's deeper than what I was even thinking, but jeez, I love the way that sounds, man. That would be great because, you know, both me and you on a prior show agreed that it was time to move on from Matt Stafford. So, yes, that's uh, that sounds nice. Or maybe, you know, it could be they brought in Dan Campbell because we all know what Drew Brees is going to do. And they're not sold on Taysom Hill to be their starter. He's a gadget guy. Everybody knows famous Jameis ain't going to do anything. So maybe they trade Stafford down there because they still have Elvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. They just need another quarterback to get him the ball. Hey, possibly. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Griff. Could. The only way the Saints one ha- holds up is, like, if we were just willing to get a Taysom Hill and some draft capital back and we just rolled him out as this gritty quarterback. But... Like you said, you've always hated Jameis Winston. I think he's okay. I don't know why they would continue to invest in those two guys and then go trumpet with a Matt Stafford trade. So I got to debunk the Saints. The Rams one is a pipe dream, but gosh, would that be sweet if it was like a inside deal and it's been in the works and it helps out Stafford. It sends him to a team that might have a couple more years to get it done and it helps the lions and they help out their boy, Brad Holmes. Let's get those two parties together. Let's get Les and Brad Holmes together <laughs> and let's make some magic happen. Okay, people let's do that. You heard yeah, it. Here it's time first. to get a nice kind of get a nice cauldron of stuff working here. That's popping. <laughs> good, good thinking there. Jerry. Gosh, no doubt. We'll wow. see. Okay, um, let's do this. Uh, let's take a break. You know, let the people, you know, marinate on that thought for a second as they uh, listen to our sponsors and pay some bills and we'll come back. <laughs> just, just soak that music in, people. Think about what could be, what could be in the works that we don't know with the Detroit Lions. And while you do that, check out our great sponsors here on the show. Everybody, we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Derek Oakry of the Detroit Kool-Aid Cast, and this is normally where I tell you about some of our great sponsors, but today I want to tell you about my other Lions podcast. It's called Believe in Lions, and that's spelled B-L-E-A-V on the Believe Podcasting Network with both myself and Lions legendary safety Benny Blades. Yeah, you know who he is, the hard-hitting safety Benny Blades, played for the Lions. He also played for... The U, you know what it is, the University of Miami, those Miami Hurricanes. He mentions it multiple times the show. Benny loves to talk about his Hurricanes, his Lions, and I love to play this soundbite on the show. We have a ton of fun on that show. We laugh, we joke, we talk Lions. Like I said, he brings up the Hurricanes. I talk about my Michigan Wolverines. Um, it's, it's a really fun show. Benny loves the Lions. He tells great stories from his playing days as well as uh, we're just rooting on this team. We B-L-E-A-V in the Lions. So please go ahead, find it on your favorite podcast platform. Hit that subscribe button. 
and check it out. Share it with a friend. We really appreciate it. So check out Believe, B-L-E-A-V and Lines with myself and Benny Blades. Thank you guys so much. Detroit Kool-Aid, what's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for those our sponsors. Uh, we got Anchor Podcast back in the mix there. Um, go check them out if you want to start your own show or just obviously subscribe to our show either on their platform or you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. You can tell Alexa, play the Detroit Kool-Aid cash. It'll just fire it right up, no doubt about it. And uh, and go check out Believe in Lions, B-L-E-A-V in Lions. It's Grifka's favorite show other than this one because he's on it and he loves hearing himself. But other than that, you got to check out Believe in Lions with Benny Blades, talking about that you, talking about the Lions, talking about his love for the Lions, me and him mixing it up. I mean, got to go check that show out. So Grifka, we got all that in. You stirred me up a little bit, and then you got me talking about draft and free agency. Here we are on the back of a Friday show. What else we got today? Okay. Um, kind of coinciding with the draft and the free agency and how we had mentioned before what limited cap space lines have, I think it's what, like roughly like $10 million, something like that. Now we've talked about, it. I know we haven't done our dollars and cents and done a whole lot of deep digging, but um, just wondering just off the top of your head, are there any possible cap casualties that you can think of on this team that can maybe get the lines a little more, a few more bucks to maybe go sign a few of those guys you had mentioned, you know, prior to the break? I almost blurted out like five names, but I couldn't pick which name I wanted to blurt out. So, I mean, yeah, there's a litany of people that need to get off this team. I mean, where do you want me to start? Hal Vitae, Jesse James, Jamie Collins, True Font. Let's get rid of Jerron Harmon. I mean, yeah, all these guys got to go. Like, they all showed they can't play. They were they were made for a different system. I, I don't care anymore, Griffin. I'm so sick of hearing, like, I had all these high hopes for Deron Harmon. Oh man, he's a, he's our next Glover Quinn. He's great in the locker room at the at the podium. And he makes plays on the football. All I saw last year was a bunch of, you know, we're gonna do better. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And then every week when I turned on on Sundays, he was getting blown by by a receiver or missing a tackle. You know, Jamie Collins for every play he made, he missed about two other plays. How Vitae we all saw can't play. Your boy, Jesse James, the outlaw, Jesse James. I mean, <laughs> he, he he had to go like the minute the ink dried. We saw he was horrible. He moves like he's stuck in molasses and he can't make catch. He can't make a, a play after the catch. He can't do anything unless they sneak him out on a route from the two-yard line. And then he'll stumble in the end zone uh, maybe. But, yeah, I mean, those are those are names that come off my head. Hey, Griffith, here's a hot take for you. I said it, I believe, on Twitter, at Derek Oakry or a couple other places let's get carry on Johnson out of here. I've seen what I need to see. He doesn't have it anymore. I it's probably because of injury, but it's also because of his mentality. I don't care if you can block on third and long, you gots to go because I need that roster spot. And I know that you're never going to be anything that I hoped. So I'm just going to move on now. Carry on can go. Let's see who, who else am I missing? Griffith? I mean, I, I don't think O'Quara is going to be back, but I would love it if they could figure that out. Me and me and Benny Blades might talk about a, a couple replacements from the U on on Thursday's uh, Believe in Lions show that could replace O'Quara. But I mean, I don't know anybody else jump out that I'm missing. But there's so many people that have to go, but they probably won't because their contracts are too big of issues, and you got to have bodies. So. I think you're going to see a good portion of this team back, but I also think you're going to see Brad Holmes mix it up. I'm praying, hoping, and wanting him to make a couple big swings. I mean, has it been since the inception of this podcast where I sit here and go, all right, Bob Quinn, now's the time. Go make a big move. Get this team over the hump. 
And he just sat on there in his freaking ass and didn't do anything. So, um, Brad Holmes, let's make a move that gets people talking. Let's make a move that makes sense financially. Let's make a move to get some blue chip talent on this team instead of these try hard scheme guys that we all know can't play now. So lots of people got to go. We've said that multiple times. Just a quick piggyback on that. Um, <laughs> Hold on. Listening to your. <laughs> Hold on here. He caught me napping. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, uh, listen to your last week's uh, Believe in Lions podcast with Benny Blades, and Benny was talking about the uh, was it the um, the Zoom call they had with uh, Chris Spielman or something like that, and how he mentioned, or even Chris Spielman mentioned at some point that they were going to do the full evaluation of the team, and you know sometimes fan favorites Woo-hoo. may have to be cut. Would um is is there anybody on this team that you consider like, gosh, guys, great? After the evaluation done by the new regime, would you be really sad to say, like, how could they let him go? What were they thinking? You know, is there anybody like I I know we name off those guys, you know, thousands of times, the guys that just like this guy's terrible. But out of the people you didn't name, is, is there anybody that you could see that happening to? Grifka, as I often do after your questions, I must uh, take a side tangent on a couple of things. First of all, how, how was Benny Blades doing on that on that Thursday BLEAV and Lions show when I asked him? I'm just curious. Oh, gosh. He must have been doing wonderful. <laughs> doing wonderful. Always Benny Blades. Um, let, let me ask you this, Grifka. I can tell you actually listen to that podcast, whereas like sometimes I put you – I entrust you – with the job of listening to this podcast to make sure I didn't misnet it, maybe something's not wrong, and you always just tell me it's good, it's great, and I know you never listen. You you just you just lie to me and because you don't want to put in the work of hearing the show. But I can tell you didn't do that with Believe in Lines because it's a very astute comment you made. Benny Blades said that Chris Spielman said some fan favorites might have to go. <laughs> Nobody else has, has, has brought this to my attention or asked me about it, and I meant to bring it up on Wednesday's show with Logan. Grifka, when you hear the comment, some fan favorites, some people the Lions fans are know and like and have been here a while might have to go. I wonder who that could be. <laughs> could it be... <laughs> The quarterback from Georgia, number nine. Everyone loves, he makes plays, probably the best player on our team. Could that be who Mr. Spielman was slyly referencing just to get people ready for the fact of what could be ahead? I don't know, but that's the fan favorite I thought of when he said that. But he didn't really say it, but he kind of said it, but he didn't really say it. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think Benny Blades might have tipped us off to something Mr. Spielman said that Mr. Spielman couldn't really say, but he let you know ahead of time that somebody might have to go that most people aren't going to like to go. And the number one name is the signal caller, which again, Grifka, I got multiple jerseys in the closet. I've shown you some of the, the classic Staffords I have as well as I'm not here to bash the guy, but I am here to try to move an asset and try to reshape this team. And I think it's that time because I kind of know what I got. Good player. Good guy off the field. Not a game change. Not elite. I'm sorry, people. It's true. <laughs> and, and we're trying to win Super Bowls. So that that's the name that came to mind. But I think Benny sort of hinted at, too, that he was thinking maybe it's 
you know, the Marvin Joneses of the world. Like, yeah, everybody loves Marvin Jones. He's been great, but he showed no inclination whatsoever about wanting to return to the Lions. I mean, he's going to basically go to the team with the best paycheck and where he can get the football. And I don't know. I can't really think of any other big names that would be able to be moved that would be fan favorites that people would really be up in arms about. But the fact that Spielman said that, now I want to see some action. I don't want to hear you say that and then go trade, you know, some guy that nobody cares about and be like, you know, we had to make a tough decision. It's like, that's not a tough decision. That guy stinks. Get him out of here. You know what I mean? Like, you want to make a tough decision. Send somebody out with a big old contract and it could still play football and that the fans like, and then step up to the podium and say, this is for the best organization. Like, this is going to help us down the road. This is the best thing for the team. And I'll be excited about that. So I don't know who it's going to be, but I want to see them follow through on something like that instead of just say it and then keep the same guys around that they like or the fans like or that are good right now. Because it's not always about who's our best player right now. It's about who's our best player compared to other teams. Who's who's the most valuable in trades? Who's who's somebody that we? it's hard to move, but you need to move to to help you the next five ten years that's that's gonna be the time, kind of decisions that not really a spielman but a uh, a brad holmes and company and the head coach are gonna have to make and i hope they do i mean it could also mean that uh you know the not of the re-signing of you know kenny galladay you know considering what kenny's asking for they have that's to true, like, yeah. you know evaluate it and there's a lot of people i mean at some point you know, we were going back and forth. Yeah, give him the money. No, don't give him the money. Yeah, give him the money. No, don't give him right. the money. Could could be that as well. So, where where are you at with that right now, Grisky? I mean, have you waffled back and forth a little bit on it? I'm just curious. Are you still not for sure what to do with Kenny? No, at this point, I'm like, you know, I'm ready to show him the door. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, kind of it's like, yeah, there you go. From what that contract demand that he was looking and like, he all of a sudden like, oh, the Giants would be great. Fine. Go to Danny Dimes or Donnie Dimes or Daniel Dimes or whatever you want to call him, and you know another one of the uh, Patriots, you know, cat, you know, coaches, and all of a sudden like, oh my gosh, so he's a good coach, yeah, because that team was almost at the playoffs with six wins, so yeah, they're yeah, he's obviously an amazing coach himself, so, but um, yeah. See you later. See you later, Kenny. You know, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> hey, Grifka, before you get your next one, uh, how about this? In an amazing sign and trade, the Detroit Lions signed Kenny Galladay and traded to the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> A team that loves wide receivers and could use another young, skilled, big guy. I mean,. Gosh, I mean, just drum up the music. There's so many of these. And like you say, I know we hinted about don't go sign all the Rams, but hey, <laughs> if they want to give away draft picks, we got a couple players, number nine and number uh, 19, that uh, might fit the bill. So there, there's another one for you, for you people. I think we're setting a record for conspiracy theories here on the show today. Yeah, really, man. They're gonna, the FBI is going to be knocking at your front door and my front door, wondering <laughs> what we have going on. So <laughs> I blame you like I do for most things on the show. Okay, that's fine. Um, let's do this. Um, the playoffs are going on, and like you mentioned, there's a you know, couple good games this weekend. Um, I've thought they've been you know some good games. We haven't had a really had a chance to talk about them. Um, Buffalo's at Kansas City. Tampa Bay's at Green Bay. Um, I was watching um, Colin Cowherd earlier this week, and one thing you, you kind of mentioned to me you know, with Pat Mahomes, it's just like you know the concussion protocol. 
he was he's like calling for it's like oh if Mahomes can't play Sunday just move the game to Monday it's not like you're not gonna watch and then the final line he said just cracked me up he goes Buffalo if you made the Super Bowl you know by beating Kansas City that would kind of be like a hollow victory and you'd feel it and I'm like sitting here going are you freaking kidding me I mean that's like so dumb this is like oh no Pat Mahomes can't play Kansas City you go in our place it's like what kind of crap is that nobody's gonna remember that junk that's the the dumbest thing in the world I've ever heard it's just like let's put this game off until Pat Mahomes can play and that just leads me to believe once again that hey Guys get calls and teams get calls and Pat Mahomes going, yeah. So anyways, <laughs> what have you thought about, you know, the playoffs so far? Have you liked the games or have there been kind of some stinkers out there, but still good games. And uh, out of the four teams left, what would you love to see the matchup be in Super Bowl? Not looking for like a finals prediction, but what out of those four teams, what, what game would you like to see? Griffka, we got to take a side detour. Who said all that? They just went on that rant about. Colin Coward. Oh, Colin Coward. Like, I think I have a soundbite for Colin Coward, Grifka, like based on what he said and just him as a human being. You want to hear it? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> hey, Colin Coward, that stuff you said about Pat Mahomes or somebody getting a, a hollow travel or a path to the, the Super Bowl, this is for you. It's a bad decision, period, point blank. It was a, a, one of the dumbest decisions I ever made. Get, get out of here with that, man. You gotta find another station to watch, Griffka. You gotta get off Colin Coward stuff and the Lions twenty four seven. Get some real websites and whatnot going on. Oh my goodness. So, all right, back to your question. Who do I want to see? Have you liked the playoffs as well? Have you thought they've been you know good games that we that you like to see in the playoffs as well? Griffka, the, the, these are slam dunk questions. I, I've watched the Detroit Lions for the last two years. I've sat here and tried to figure out, try to try to excuse away some of the worst football I've seen in my lifetime as a human being. Of course I've liked the playoff games, close games, good football for the most part. Do I like watching Green Bay? Hell no. But do I love watching Mahomes sling it around, Tom Brady, you know, we got the Saints. We got some of the top seeds. Buffalo, as much as I've always like not liked Buffalo, I'm starting to really like their team. I'm liking Josh Allen, the swagger that Diggs has brought, the way they've drafted and put talented players all over the football field. So, yeah, man, it's been great. And who am I rooting for? I mean, since day one, when my team's out of it, like I said, I wanted to see some good, hard-nosed, fun football to watch. I got that. And then when it all comes down to it, doesn't matter what sport it is, I'm rooting for the big names. I'm rooting for the big teams. I want the biggest matchups under the brightest lights with the most swag, the most interest. And so from day one, Grifsky, it was Tom Brady against Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl in Tampa. That's TB in TB for the SB. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. (laughs) You know how it is. That's what I want. That's what I wanted since day one. That would be box office. That would be big. Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. And like you say, Colin Coward. I mean, could you imagine if he said that the Lions hadn't been to the Super Bowl and gosh knows how long? And he's like, well, they they got there because this guy was out. So it's, are you kidding me? We freaking got there. We don't care how we got out there. The only things with the Buffalo Bills, you might want to stop trying to win silver medals and maybe pick up a gold one of these days because we all know <laughs> you've been there and every year you come up short. <laughs> I think I think Benny Blades told me that one time. You came up short. 
<laughs> you need to you need, you need to cash one in there, uh, Allen Diggs, all the other ball players they got on defense. So I I wouldn't mind seeing Buffalo. They're a good story, but give me. Give me Pat Mahomes. Give me the GOAT, Tom Brady, in the Super Bowl, in his home stadium. Finally be fans back in the building. Oh, my goodness. I would tune in. I'd have the popcorn ready. I'd have the grill going. That would be a good day because, Grifka, we've watched some horrible football the past couple of years, so that would be tremendous. I really hope it happens. All those you know what? I would, I would love to see. Oh, my I would love to see Buffalo versus Tampa Bay, just so Tom Brady can beat Buffalo one more time, and it's not in a Patriots uniform. It's just about, I mean, yeah, there was during the season, you know, when he played. Yeah, they'd go to Buffalo and they'd beat him every once in a while. It happened, but you know, Tom Brady tended to have the better part of that uh, rivalry right there. So just to have him beat Buffalo one more time in a non-Patriots uniform would be cool to see. <laughs> the. Uh... Like I'm trying to think who they lost to. It's crazy. They went to four Super Bowls in a row and lost them all. Griffka, what would you rather have? Four Super Bowls in a row and lose in heartbreaking fashion, or never be there like the Lions have never been there? Four Super Bowls in a row and lose. That one. That one's easy. <laughs> See, I, mean, I don't think that... so because Benny Blades told me, which I agree. He said, "Big deal. You got second place. You didn't win." I, I, I had I think I said it on the show with me and him. I got this guy in my fantasy league. He's he's throwing a party down Main Street because he finished second in our league. I said, wow, congratulations. You're the number one loser. Nobody lost ahead of you. <laughs> I mean, you might as well throw the ticker tape parade. You're, you're the greatest non-winner that we got. <laughs> so it's like, I, I don't want to be that. I think I'd rather be uh, at the bottom of the barrel or be struggling than get there and, and fall just shot. <laughs> So I don't know. It's a it's a dilemma, a conundrum, a uh, a quagmire, you might say. But uh, yeah, give give me the freaking, uh, you know, get to the Super Bowl and win it. But get, get, give me Brady and Mahomes and Hill and Godwin and Evans and and uh, gosh, who else we got? Leonard Fournette. Get, give me uh, give me Kelsey. Get, give me all those players and let's let's roll. Let's have ourselves a Super Bowl this year. Yeah, that would be a great game as well. Anything but the Packers, just so I wouldn't have to see that oh, porn anybody. stash wearing smug smile. And, Come, yeah, <laughs> he is smugger than smug nowadays. Griff, he just thinks everything's going right. I hope Tom Brady goes up there in that aqua suit that he always wears under his jersey when it's cold and just beats the bejesus out of the the uh, Green Bay Packers that smug number twelve and just rips it away from them. I'm so sick of that team. Gosh, I'm like, yeah. that's that's what everybody that has a pulse should be doing is just rooting for that not to happen. Nobody wants to yep. see the Packers do anything. Yep, I'm right there with you. I mean, it's it's going to be in Green Bay. It's going to be cold. Maybe not like freezing cold, but you know, if Aaron Rodgers was accidentally, you know, on the ground and somebody accidentally like was taking a step backward and accidentally stepped on his on his ankle. I would understand, so I'm okay with that. that. That'd be such a shame if something like that happened to, to exactly, a like exactly. So. We just hate to say it. Okay, um, go Tampa Bay. See it. <laughs> well, that's all I got, Derek. Is there anything else you want to touch on? Grifka, we're good, man. I thought we had a great show on Wednesday with Logan. We kind of got uh, all over the map. Pretty long show. I think we've had some fun here today. I've, I've stirred it up. I try to entertain the people. A lot of people, you, you got to know that I'm, I'm always trying to serve up that Detroit Kool-Aid. Always, every day. Drink it in, man. 
but here on the podcast, I mean, I may say some things to try to make you laugh. I may try to just go over the top for the sake of it. We love to just straight up talk football. We're going to have some draft shows some free agent shows, straight diving in with some different people popping in the show. We're going to have lots coming up here, but just know that we're trying to entertain you. We're trying to have fun. We love all the Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, all the Lions fans, all the people that wake up every morning and say, you know what I could use this morning? A little bit of this. Cornbread! <laughs> we try to serve it up with a glass of Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid. Grifka, you shouldn't be asking me if I got anything else because the people know how we end the shows. It's simply this. Grifka, think really hard. Make sure that you're certain. I don't want you to be not for sure. Do you have anything else for the people? Uh, nope. Everybody... It's been another good week. Lots going on with the Lions. Life is crazy. We continue to hope it gets back. We appreciate you guys listening so much. The show's been jumping. Go check out Believe in Lions with Benny Blades. Go check out Logan Lamarandier's stuff. You can find Grifka at GrifkaDKC on Twitter. And uh, you can find me at Derek Oakry. But we'll be talking football all year long. So everybody drink that Detroit Kool-Aid. Take care, everybody. We're out. Drink it in, man. Drink it in, man.